got shit to do, mate. God. Yeah, we don't have shit to do. We've got a podcast to record. What are you doing? Then let's fucking do it. Got my wine. <laughs> so, if you get drunk in this one, it's not actually my fault this time. No, no, all my own doing. Doing. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Welcome to Voice for TV. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. I just said that. I'm Luke. And I'm Andy. And on this podcast, we go away, we take some topics, we do a bit of research, and then we come back and we try and teach ourselves something new. Or we don't do that, as the case is today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this sounds like it's going to be fun. Probably a quiz. (laughs) Probably a quiz. Probably a quiz. (laughs) I have musical theatre and the miscellaneous today. And today I have drink and business. Mm. I'm wearing my business socks, can you tell? (laughs) They're just black socks. Yeah, but they go all the way up to like just underneath my knee. Oh, nice. Yeah, well they are business socks. Do you leave them on for business time? Yeah. Yeah. Classic. What have we got first? Um, Well, you got the miscellaneous, you go second, so I shall go first. Shall we... Should we do drink first? Sure. Drink. Now, I have, I'm have. i the only one so far who's had this topic on this podcast. You are, but you're very good at drink. I'm very good at drink. I know you quite know, a bit about you drink. Know, you know a lot about it. Yeah. Not. I'm not saying you're an alcoholic. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. You're not an alcoholic, but you know a bit about I've drink. I've worked in bars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of a drink. I don't like to get drunk, but I like to drink. But today we're not actually talking about alcohol. Ooh. No, we're delving into a topic which... Um, as Brits, oh, okay. we, we yeah, should uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. should be very, very close to our hearts. Oh, put the kettle on. Yeah, today <laughs> we're going to be talking about tea. Yeah, boy. I've got some fun facts for you about Amazing. tea. Amazing, I love tea. I've got a little, yeah, little list of fun facts. <laughs> fun fact about tea. Number Yay. one, um, you are less likely to get a caffeine crash from drinking a cup of tea as opposed to drinking a coffee or a soda. Hmm. Isn't there more caffeine in tea, though? Yeah. But the high level of antioxidants in tea uh, slow the absorption of the caffeine into your body, and this results in a gentler introduction to the caffeine, uh, so it gets into your system slightly slower. Slow-release um, caffeine. Slow-release caffeine, so you get a longer period of the caffeinated rush uh, with no crash at the end. It's not quite as intense, so it's not like the buzz that you get from coffee. Yeah, you notice, you do notice it, less. Yeah, but it's a slower release and a, a longer period throughout the day. Alright, so it's better to drink tea than coffee. That's why loads of that's, that's why Brits are better than Americans. I'm gonna let that hang yeah, there. Just let, that, just let that sit. We've got no American listeners. We've got, we? we have got an American audience we've, yet. We've, we've got like twelve people listening, <laughs> and I'm three of them. <laughs> um, fun fact number two: Some people apparently like to pair their teas with the foods they're eating, like wines. Oh, really? There's a yeah. There's a whole culture over out there. Of people pairing teas with food. I I I think it's weird to have a hot drink with a hot meal. I agree. I think I feel like that's odd. I mean, I like I'm not a big tea drinker. I like a builder's tea, yeah. I like milk, no sugar, in a in a good strong mug, like one of the Sports Direct ones. That <laughs> a big pint of tea. You don't remember how it got there. <laughs> we don't um, have one of those. 
No, we don't have one of those. Why don't we have... We need to get one of those. Well, we've got enough mugs, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, we've got enough fucking room for it, to be fair, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, from uh, the website... I've got a little quote here from teaclass.com. Nice. This is one of their classes about pairing, pairing <laughs> teas. Um, delicate teas like um, nutty dragon whale tea Ooh. or fresh sencha are wonderful with seafood salad or chicken. And bright and lively flavoured teas, such as the blacks from Sri Lanka or, or India, are great uh, uh, complements to red meat and spicy foods. Nice. Like Mexican I, I, and curries. I've never had any of those teas. I, I've never had a curry or a taco and gone, you know what would go really well with this? <laughs> Put the cow on, <laughs> Some English breakfast. <laughs> I'd love to try it, though. Yeah. We've got we've got a decent selection of tea here. We've got a few selections of teas. Yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got a fair amount. Most of them are for entertaining. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we just go for <laughs> to builders like every time. To look like we're fancier. We've got Yorkshire <laughs> we should, tea bags for us. and We should probably get rid of some of those, really. A collection of fruit teas for the ladies. <laughs> and That was creepy. I apologise yeah, to all female listeners. I like a fruit tea. I like a fruit tea, when honestly. When was the last time you had a fruit tea? Well, I've got my uh, infusion bags as well, like my T-Rex ones. And when was the last time you opened one of those? I've had two of those. <laughs> really tasty. But they, t- they do taste like curry. That would go well with a curry. That would go well with a tea that tastes like curry. Yeah. would probably go quite well with a curry. Yeah, it's got turmeric in it. Is it? Is it? It's got turmeric in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally tastes like curry. It's amazing. What, what curry specifically? Like, um, like a masala? Like, or like, going... a, like a very, very mild madras. Oh, okay, like, it's not it's not spicy, but it's got that sort of flavour. Yeah. It's got the flavour profile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fun fact number three. Ooh, you've heard of Darjeeling tea. Mm-hmm. So genuine Darjeeling is grown in an area of India that is about seventy foot square miles at the foot of the Himalayas. Right. Okay. Any Darjeeling that comes that is grown from anywhere, from anywhere else. else is not. Genuine Darjeeling so tea. So it's like champagne. Yeah, it's called the champagne of teas. Amazing. I definitely want to try some genuine Darjeeling. Yeah, it's not real Darjeeling. It, it, it fetches quite a price point, obviously, yeah. like you know, genuine champagne does. But yeah. Nice. Now, that, I mean, there's no, no you comment. Can look like a proper proper knobhead whenever someone next <laughs> offers you this, some. Is this real Darjeeling? Is this real Darjeeling? <laughs> As we said, um, very pricey. Darjeeling tea can be very pricey. However, not the most expensive cup of tea in the world. Ooh. Is it? Is it Yorkshire? Yorkshire gold? Yorkshire gold? <laughs> <laughs> gold of the title, it must be. No, it is a, a, a uh, blend of Chinese oolong tea uh, that is called Tai Guan Yin. Excuse my pronunciation, I do not speak Chinese. Any guesses to, to the pound? How much that would cost in US dollars? Oh, a God. pound of uh, Tai I mean, Guan Yin? Oolong it's, tea, it's uh, 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 like My head immediately goes to like thousands, but I reckon it's probably like 400. It's uh, 1,500 US oh, dollars shit. per pound. I didn't know where, where to go like, obscene or like, not slight, well, slightly obscene, but that's right down the middle of what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, apparently you can get seven brews out of it. Like, per, Is that it? Not per pound of tea, but per... <laughs> Like for a grand, you get seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> no, per like like if you had a tea bag of it, it would make seven brews or right, like, okay. uh, little, so little infusion things. It's pretty intense. Yeah, nice. 
On further record-breaking... Tease. Tease. In 2014, a man named Ahmed Muhammad Saleh Bouchen... Okay. Excuse my pronunciation once again. I'm sure he's listening. Um, <laughs> I'll send it on. The owner of the Rabbe Tea Company in, in uh, Saudi Arabia. Rabbe Tea. Rabbe Tea. Okay. Set the record for the world's largest tea bag. <laughs> Did it go in one of those Sports Direct mugs? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of that would fit it. Um, it weighed just over 551 pounds. Oh, fucking hell. Right. Um, it was 9.8 feet wide and 13 feet high. Jesus. And would apparently brew over 100,000 cups of tea. <laughs> and So it's not been used? I, I don't know what's happened to it, to be honest. This was six years ago. Right. Yeah, would you, would you, if you'd made that, would you use it? Just to prove it works? I mean, how? You'd have to make the world's biggest mug. No, you'd have to make the world's biggest... And how would you boil the, and the world's biggest kettle? Pot. You just need a pot. You can use as many small kettles as you want to fill it. As long as you've got a big pot. And then you can just pour out into t- smaller mugs for 100,000 people. So what you're saying is, like, everybody in the area boil their kettles at once, goes over and... Yeah. Because you can't, you. like, do one kettle at a time. No, you're I mean, cold. yeah, you're going to need a lot of kettles. Or, you know, just get a, a pot and, and make the world's biggest heater. <laughs> thinking of the carbon footprint mate think of the carbon footprint well we're in an ideal world where climate change isn't fucking with us I want many kettles boiling at once mm-hmm. oh is this like a half, football half time thing like a, a half time in a football like a, the, the FA Cup final or something everyone stands up and puts the kettle on at the same time oh yeah no I have heard that but no this is um, this, these are other records relating to tea that are in Guinness mm-hmm. most cups brewed in one hour <laughs> is this by one person? No, it's a team of 12. Okay. Any guesses? In an hour, 12 people. Like 12 kettles, 12... I don't know what the logistics of it were. It was a te- all, all I found out a was... A team effort. A team me. effort. A team of 12. Most cups of tea brewed in one hour. 105. 1,848. <laughs> what, what are you talking... There's, I mean, they've made the world's biggest teapot then, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you divide that by 60, it should give you, like... I How think it works out to about 31... I think it works out to about two cups every minute. Wow. Per person? The, that that has a team effort between the 12. Oh. So, like, it's the world's most efficient assembly line. The Brits take their tea very, very seriously. So it's a, Brit- it's a British team? I think it was a British team. Nothing else will lose that. Yeah. Dividing <laughs> 1,848 by 60 gives you 30.8. That's too much tea. So that is, no, sorry, that is nearly 31 cups of tea per minute. Yeah. That's too much tea. Sure. You don't have enough tea, enough tea. Yeah, but I mean, are you going to be drinking 1,000 cups of tea in an hour? Is that is that the next record you're going to talk just, about? Most tea drank in an hour? No, no. So it's <laughs> by the, a team just, just to, again, like, boil this down even further. Sorry, I. Need to clarify, I said two per minute, and actually I was nearly 31 per minute, Yeah, which is just about two per second. <laughs> How? How? I assume they didn't can't... start, and two seconds later they had... You can't brew a proper brew cups in of tea. two minutes. I assume it was just all, like, they, you know, had a line of 2,000-odd... Cups, and then cups. just... 
Well, I and then went teabag, 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 and just kettle, 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 kettle. Oh, run out, kettle, 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 kettle. Sugar, and then, and then they put the sugar in, taking the tea bag out. Are they doing yeah. all that? Do you reckon? I, I assume you've got to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, Guinness have got to make them. Guinness right. are sticklers for their rules, famously. I want to know how they made them make it because they're, they're not putting that milk in first. Yeah, I want to see the footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another record I found was largest cup of tea ever made. Nice. Ten feet tall by eight feet wide. Oh. So still wouldn't fit the world's largest tea bag. <laughs> God! Oh my God! Someone needs to make that mug. It's it's about the size of your average um, above ground swimming pool. <laughs> oh, how many how many cups of tea? Do you know how many cups of teas that would be? Like regular cups of tea? No idea. I haven't done that math. I haven't oh my measured God. my favorite mug and boiled that down into. Because <laughs> <laughs> that that would be. Oh my God! I mean, it's obviously less than a hundred thousand. Because that's yeah. that's the biggest tea bag, the biggest and tea it bag. can't fit. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. Surely, surely you make the mug first, <laughs> <laughs> and then you make the tea bag to fit it. Oh God! Biggest cup of tea. <laughs> oh my God! That's a lot of water. That's a, that's a lot of water for a for a cup of tea that's going to be cold. By, by, before anyone's finished it. <laughs> yeah, I oh, hate drinking not, cold tea. You're not putting that in the microwave. I, I, I cannot, oh, my microwave tea is oh, such a war crime. I know, but <laughs> people that do that are not going to put that mug in a... There's no microwave big enough. Next record, world's biggest microwave. <laughs> oh, no, I can't microwave tea. Nah, no, don't microwave And feel free to weigh in on the debate, listeners. If you Public microwave tea, announcement. let us in. But I just want to know now that I want you to know that I think you're very wrong for doing yeah. that. You are an You haven't drunk your tea while it's still warm. You don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> I took a sip at the wrong time there. <coughs> oh, right. What's, 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 what's uh, got one more uh, little fact. Any guesses to which nation drinks the most tea? China. China does drink the most tea overall. But per capita, the three... Biggest tea drinking nations are Turkey, Ireland, and of course the UK. <laughs> nice. I mean, to be fair, China's a big place. Yeah, with a lot of people. With in a it. lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised India isn't in the mix actually, because that's a big, dense population. I mean, they're probably fourth. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> we we might have just stolen all of their tea. That's <laughs> true. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. We're we're great people, aren't we? So those are my fun facts on tea. Nice. Fun that. Do you want a brew? Yeah, I kind of do. Tough. We've oh. got a podcast to do. <laughs> oh, put the sting music on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <pour the> <laughs> Shall so we move on? Is. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. What's next? What's next, indeed? <sighs> Musical theatre. Brilliant. Fucking, there's a fly in here. I've got to kill that fucking fly. Oh, I can't bother to stand up. <laughs> right, musical theatre. What's your favourite musical? My favourite musical. That's a. It's a tough question, but only because I'm not a huge musical fan. <laughs> um, I quite like Jesus Christ Superstar for a while. Nice. Um, I've seen that on stage. Uh, Avenue Q is quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Avenue Q, good music, good music in that good one. Good music in that one. 
I've got a quiz. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. I had fun doing this. Uh, <laughs> because this is Andy's musical theatre cryptic quiz. Right, okay. All you've got to do is name the musical. Okay, based on cryptic clues, I'm based guessing. On, based on, like, there's there's a little bit in there that makes it a bit that makes it easier. Okay, but I I just had fun coming up with these <laughs> these these cryptic things. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll have fun. Oh, you're gonna fucking to hate them. this. <laughs> the first one is uh, is sort of a, a it's not a gimmick, but it's 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 played to be an easy one. Just to ease you in, just to let you know the, the level at which you're playing. There's 12 of these. Which musical that starred Adina Del Dazim <laughs> is another slang term for sick? Wicked. Yeah! Ding, ding, ding! First one, right. Ooh, how many do I need to get right to pass the quiz? We haven't established the rules. Uh, I'll, I'll say seven. There's 12 you questions, You've got to get okay. more than half. Wickedly talented. <laughs> yeah, Adina Del Dazim. What an idiot. Number two, which Liverpool set musical is Plasma Twins? Oh, it's fuck. Um, Blood <laughs> Brothers. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. I reckon you're going to do well on these because some of these were just there to make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, se- I've seen the play of Blood Brothers. I've never seen the musical. Oh, Apparently, I've seen, it's wicked. I've seen no, no, it's no Blood it's Brothers. Blood Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Blood Brothers the musical so many times. It's it's so good. Which children's favourite musical is Pussy Monarch? Excuse me. Pussy Monarch. Pussy Monarch. Yep. Children's favourite musical. Pussy Monarch. <laughs> this one made me laugh when I came up with it. I mean, the only place my head is going is cats. Pussy Monarch. Yeah, it's the Monarch thing that's throwing me off. Are you, are you, are you, are you saying cats? Uh, I haven't got anything else. Lion King. Oh, obviously. Come on, what are you... Do- Pussy Monarch, it's obvious! <laughs> Which punk rock musical is Donald Trump? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Donald... Storm Green Day did. There's a... Nah. There is a Green Day musical. What's there is it called? a Green Day musical. It's 21 Guns, something like that, but that's not Donald... That's got nothing to do with Donald Trump. <laughs> God, I don't know. Pass. You're on the right track. Okay. It's not called Twenty One Guns. Oh, is it just called what is it called? President. It's called American Idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought you'd get that no, one. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Did not know the name of it. Uh, so so far, you're two out of four. Uh, which religious comedy musical is a tome of many wives? Uh, the Book of Mormon. Yeah, I was quite proud of that one. I did enjoy writing that one. Which musical, recently adapted into a shit movie, is not Dogs? Cats. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. That bit of me that hates myself to. really wants to, though. Yeah, I kind of want to as well. <laughs> uh, which Suggs musical, with two timelines, is set here? 
To which what musical? Suggs musical. Suggs. With two timelines. Is set here. Is set here? Yep. Oh, God knows. Perhaps. Our house. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen our house. Oh, I've, well, you've not seen it. I've been no. in it. I was in it at uni. What's this epically long-running musical? Our survey says depressing. <laughs> uh, Les Miserables? Yes. Yeah. Do, do you know why? Because Les Dennis <laughs> did Family Fortunes. Right, okay, there's layers to that one. <laughs> yeah, our survey says depressing. Les Miserables. <laughs> Uh, what County Durham musical is William, E.T.'s mate? Billy Elliot. Yeah, boy! Oh, oh. That, that was a little brain burner, that one. That, I, I, that one took a while to write, because I think that one started out as William, E.T. E. kid. Or, or like, I didn't know how to word it. Which musical, based on one of your favourite movies... Would lose to the Academy of Paper. School of Rock. Yeah, I did like that one. Oh, oh this, this, you're doing really well. I don't know. I don't know where we are with it. I yeah, I completely lost count. I assume <laughs> I've got, I've passed already. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably say so. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That was number ten. Number eleven. Which musical, loosely based on La Boheme, is about six hundred quid? Rent. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and this one is my favourite. Can I just say, I, I, I fucking hate Rent. <laughs> Why? Have you watched it recently? They're all horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in every musical is a horrible person. You're going to get a lot of angry tweets. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad people. That's why there's drama. I know I'm not going to get a lot of angry tweets. We're not adding any nice tweets. We're not going to get angry ones. Actually, probably more likely. This is my favourite one. This was... Okay. This is this is peak Andy. <laughs> Which musical that starts in 1776 is a giant Luke Skywalker? Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> I only got that from starts in 1776. <laughs> Giant Luke Skywalker. Hamill. Ton. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of that. Oh, I think that was like the first one I came up with. I was like, ah, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> this quiz is going to work. <laughs> oh, so, it made me so happy. Glad you got it as well. That's a win. That's got to be a win. A thousand Luke Skywalkers. That's what it should have been. Oh, well, don't pick holes in it now. (laughs) We don't know how much he weighs, so. (laughs) Might not be a thousand. Probably isn't. Eh, eh, fuck you. Smug little face. (laughs) So you're not a massive fan of musicals? No. Not a massive fan of musicals. However, I you know do want a career in theatre, so I know <laughs> something about it. <laughs> have, you, have you been in one, like a uni or? Um, no, not since I was sort of a teenager and you know trying to do like community theatre. Mm-hmm. Do you not like do a bit in school? 
No, I'm not really a singer. Can't really sing. Dance. You can dance. You can do the bit of sword. You can do sword playing things. Can like do that. sword playing. No, I mean Shakespeare's my bag. Yeah, Shakespeare is your bag. Yeah, I learned to play guitar because I couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Get around, don't we? Moving on then. Yeah, what's what's next? Thank you for your quiz, Andy. We're on to business. Like, business. We're, we're going to stop doing that. It's, it's business. This is a very serious topic. It is. It's business it time. It is. I've got to have some wine. Yeah. I've cheated a little bit because technically, what the business that I've got to talk about, I've singled out a specific business. Okay. It's not actually technically business. It's a non-profit organisation. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we could we, we're fast and loose here. Yeah. Last one was musical theatre. I did a fucking cryptic <laughs> quiz. It's not right. <laughs> uh, no, they uh, there is somebody. They are somebody I really want to talk about. They're um, they're doing very very important work. They are called the Ocean Cleaner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shockingly, yeah. what they do is clean up the ocean. clean up the ocean, or at least they are trying to. They're a non-profit organisation, as I've said, that aims to clean up ninety percent of the plastic pollution. In the oceans, ninety percent. Cool. But um, they've got like an end goal. For we'll it. talk about it. They've yeah. got they've yeah. got five year goals. So I've got all this information off their website. If you want to learn more about them um, or support them in any way, please do. They're doing incredible work. It's just Google the ocean cleanup, and you'll find everything that you need to know. So they are tackling this problem in two different ways. First way is tackling the pollution that is already there in the ocean. Yeah. So you may have heard of the uh, Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Uh, recognise the name. So it is exactly what it says. It is a huge patch of garbage floating around in the Pacific. Oh, lovely. Between Hawaii and California. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's kilometres and kilometres long and wide. It's huge. And it's just all this rubbish out there floating about, destroying sea life, polluting our oceans. Has, has it been... Put there, or is it just like that's where it ends up? No, it's kind of just where it's all ended up and collected. Right, okay. Pollution from the ocean is all ended up there. But I mean, it's not the only thing out there, it's possibly just the biggest one and the one that we yeah. know of. If you were to send ships of men out to go and scoop it out with nets by hand, it would take thousands of years to clean up and billions of dollars. Yeah. If you're going to do it by conventional means. But they've developed um, a system which needs far less manpower to do it. So it's sort of a huge, these huge nets. They've got so they this huge curve of boys and floaters with about a three foot net. Don't I, laugh at the word floater. I, I didn't. I didn't. I held it back. That are anchored and they use the ocean's natural currents and they float around and they gather up everything that's floating on the surface, all the plastic yeah. that's floating on the surface, without damaging or interfering with any of the marine life. Oh, yeah, because there's still life underneath yeah. all that shit. So um, they float out and they collect. So they just collect it so that it can't all float about and go everywhere. So it's all in one big spot. Right. So then a vessel can go out and scoop it all up. <clears throat> so it's about containment. Yeah, it's right. about containment so that it's just uh, easier and more efficient for a vessel and a group of people to go out and scoop it all out of the ocean. It'll still take a long time. But... Still going to take a long time, yeah. but there's... Loads of these, they're putting loads of these out there now. Um, they aim to clean up 50% of the plastic that is in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch in the next five years. What the hell? So it's going to take some time, but oh, yeah. actually, 
if they've managed to wait yeah. for it. Not bad. Special thanks to Prick on a Bike. Excuse me, I had some chilli for lunch. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, it is going to take some time to do, obviously, yeah. but if they stick to their schedule, it's going to take no way near the amount of time that conventional means would do using these huge sort of nets. It's hard to describe exactly what they look like without a picture, but yeah. um, they're clearly doing the job, and 50% in the next five years is a huge, huge improvement. Imagine what they could do with more support. Yeah. Um, I've, I've heard of I, I, when you said uh, Ocean Cleanup, I was picturing because I, I know there's a, I think it's a British startup company that's made sort of like mitten, like not not on the scale that you're talking about, but like little floating nets that sort of with a gizmo on top that creates a little whirlpool. Like it's fish safe, but it just in the in a local it area drags anything on the surface into the surface area. Yeah shit into it this is what's great about ocean cleanup that a lot of everything they're doing um yeah this takes no energy like to run it they're sort of autonomous everything they're doing is autonomous <laughs> and takes very little manpower the only manpower involved with getting it out of the ocean is just the manpower to go out on the boat and scoop it up yeah uh, but actually collecting it all is just done by the ocean's own currents uh, the other way they are tackling the problem of ocean pollution is cutting off at the source so they are looking at the oceans, the rivers that feed into the ocean. There are a thousand rivers around the world that are reportedly responsible for 80% of plastic entering the oceans. Bloody hell. These specific rivers are responsible for 80%. Um, so they've created something called the Interceptor. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like... Um, That's very Star Wars. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like an Elizabethan galleon or something. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's a really impressive piece of technology. I and mean, essentially what it is, is a barge. It's run by solar panels and it's completely autonomous. Run by solar panels and computers. Uh, and they stick it in the middle of the river. And then they st- put some barriers up ahead of it, which two barriers that curve together and guide sort of any funnel. debris into the front of this barge. Boats can still get through, boats can still get past, but it just uses the river's current to guide any debris, any plastics, anything floating on top of the water surface into this barge, into the mouth of this barge, where it gets scooped up onto a conveyor belt and then sorted into separate dumps and separate sort of skips. So like separate the yeah. glass from the whatever. And then when it's full, it'll send a message out to um, its operators nearby to come and fill it, to come and take all the full dumps and remove them so it can continue its work. It says on the website, in optimal conditions, on an average day, it will scoop up around 50,000 kilograms of waste per day. Yeah. In optimal conditions, it can double that, so it can scoop up about 100,000 kilograms a day. Cool. As I said, it uses reusable energy, it's completely autonomous, there's no manpower, it uh, doesn't affect the ecosystem in any way in any negative way. Uh, currently, there are only two deployed. Um, there's one in Indonesia and one in Malaysia. These were both deployed last year. Uh, but they aim to take uh, plastic out of those 1,000 most polluting rivers in the next five years. It's fucking nice. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. Imagine the impact that companies like that can have 
on the environment. Yeah. I mean, the other way to do it is... I'm, well, I mean, not the other way, but another way to help is to recycle yourself. 100%. I mean, yeah. I said, uh, the two they've got uh, deployed at the moment are in Malaysia and... Uh, where was it? I said Indonesia. So those are countries that don't have the same infrastructure that we do. Yeah. And I imagine that's where a lot of these rivers are, are coming from. in those kind of countries. So yeah, absolutely. You know, if you take anything away from this section, recycle, do your bit for the environment 100%, use reusable and recyclable materials all the time. Uh, stay away from single-use plastics, all of that jazz. Don't um, drop shit in rivers. And don't drop shit in rivers. <laughs> but let's give it up for the ocean cleanup for being absolute diamond geezers and uh, really getting a hustle on. The ocean cleanup. Are they a, a British charity? American, I believe. American. Cool, yeah. Give it up for those guys. I feel bad for saying that Americans are worse than the Brits. Yeah, you should. They're doing, yeah. Yeah, some of them are doing good work. Yeah. Some of them aren't. If they're not, you know, American idiot. Lighting California on fire. <laughs> yeah. People are idiots. That's Can... what that's what I'm taking from it. From <laughs> this section. People are idiots. Yeah. There's always one person who's got to clean up after everybody else. <laughs> Talking of that, my section. <laughs> Oh, that was one of our best segues. That was a great segue. It didn't make any sense, but I liked it. So, for this section, I'm going to start talking about a future event uh, as as if it's today. It's not. Okay. This podcast, as you know, comes out on Monday. Yes. Which is your birthday. Yes, this coming Monday is my birthday. It's, so I'm going to start talking as if it's your birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday! Thanks, mate! Hey, how old are you? Oh, 30. Oh, no. 30, you're old. So old. So old, my friend. How do you feel? Do you feel old? No, I feel 29, shockingly. Do you? Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Should feel 30, because you're 30 today. (laughs) Today On the day this podcast drops. Yes. Today is your birthday. I am 30. (laughs) So, I just wanted to say happy birthday. I didn't... I have your present. I don't know whether to give it to you now or on your actual birthday. I mean, it might be good for the podcast. It might be good for the now, podcast, but <laughs> but you're not. I have a traditionalist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't then. I won't. I won't. I'll keep it a surprise. Just, okay. just so you know, it's probably the best gift you're going to get this year. Okay. Well, I mean, if we want, we can record me receiving it sick on the following. As an yeah, we'll bonus. Out. If, if, if you want a bonus episode, tweet us. <laughs> we'll have to do it then. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done a thing to celebrate your birthday. Great. It's only it's only like six and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my laptop. I'm gonna open this up. You're gonna put these on. Right, I'm gonna move over so that I can Watch or listen to whatever this is. No, it's not a watch thing. Okay. It's, it's a listen thing. Stick those on. I'm going to put these on too. We'll keep recording. Uh, and then if, if you've got anything to say during it, go for it. But remember that this is going to be played on there on, on the podcast. On the podcast. Well. Yeah. I am so nervous. I'm, I'm more nervous <laughs> about this than any of the segments that we've ever done. 
Uh, I'm more nervous about this than I was about the whaling industry. Oh, really? Oh, well, are you in for a treat? Let's try and turn this up. I don't know how loud this is going to be. Let's play it. Music provided by Jack Smith. Thank you, Jack Smith. (laughs) Am I paying you to stand there and be 30? (laughs) No, I'm not, as it happens. Happy birthday. Hi, Luke. It's Andrea. Have a fabulous 30th birthday. Lots of love. See you soon. Thank you, Andrea. Shakespeare said, with mirth and laughter, let old wrinkles come. We say, happy 30th, you hunky, spunky piece of man <laughs> Hi, Luke. <laughs> happy birthday from Catherine. Welcome to the 30s club. Happy 30th birthday, Luke. Oh, sorry. Uh, Mr. Art. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you have a truly magical day. Happy birthday, Luke. Have a great day. Woohoo, 30. <laughs> Can you say hi yeah? Hiya. Happy birthday, bro. Hopefully we'll uh, see each other soon if Boris sorts his stuff out. <laughs> um, just count yourself lucky you don't have more than five friends, really, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. Hey, Luke. Happy birthday. I do love nothing in the world so well as you. And though I be but little, I am fierce. Hope you have a wonderful birthday. Lots of love. Mwah. Um, she does know what I like, doesn't she? Don't you just hate it when people throw birthday cards out of paper aeroplanes? Happy 30th! From Helen. That is an in-joke. Happy there. birthday, son, from your six-foot dad. So, you are now half my age in years. From here on, the difference diminishes, which means you get older whilst I get younger. Hope you have a fabulous 30th birthday. Hi Luke, this is Lukey Luke, long-time listener, first-time caller, wishing you a very happy 30th birthday, and massive congratulations, by the way, on a wonderful podcast. Can't wait till I'm 30 and I have my own podcast. (laughs) See you soon. Hiya Luke, it's Sinead. Just want to wish you a very happy 30th birthday, Woo! and I hope you have an amazing day. Hi Luke, it's Tyler. Happy birthday, hope you have a good day. Happy birthday Luke. Although I'm afraid at 30 you can no longer regard yourself as one of the youth, you can, however, console yourself with the fact that you are not yet one of the old guard. (laughs) So, enjoy your socially distanced, COVID-secure day and have a lovely time. Okay, love Fran. Luke, happy 30th. I hope you have a fabulous day. Um, All the best from... Gemma and Co. And you know what's to come. Doing an 80s paragraph. High as, five. As I listen to this. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Bye. Hi, Luke. Janet here. Wishing you a really happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Happy birthday, Luke. <laughs> That's my favourite one. Yo, Luke. It's Liz. Happy birthday, mate. I hope you have a fab day, and I hope to see you soon. Bye. Luke sat on the end of his bed, holding a birthday card. Tears rolling down his face. (laughs) He couldn't believe it. He had forgotten. The card read, Dirty Thirty. Happy 30th birthday, mate. Lots of love from Sam Sheldon. (laughs) Went a bit overboard. Happy 30th birthday, Luke, from Max and Robin. And Rico! Speak! Speak! Hey! Good boy.
Luke, it's Beth. Just wanted to wish you a really happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing day. Enjoy, indulge and enjoy being 30. Hey Luke, it's Nigel. I just want to wish you the best on your 30th birthday and many happy returns. Alright man, take care. Have a great day. Happy birthday Luke. Hope you have a fabulous day. All the best from Richard P. Happiness of birthdays can go down as well as up depending on the consumption of alcohol, size of the wallet, who is paying and the state of your needs. Drink responsibly, terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Ed Winchester. I am here to record Happy Birthday to Luke. Yes, this is Robert Copeland. Over and out. All the best. Happy birthday, Luke. Can't believe little Hans is now 30. Here's to the next 30. Happy birthday, brother Luke. Love from Stanley and Alfie. (laughs) Happy birthday. Hey, Luke. Every time I hang out with you, I'm impressed with just how genuinely nice, witty and brilliant you are. You have a good head on your shoulders. You listen to your instincts and you're a stalwart friend. I wish you another year of being you, of good vibes, and of living life to its fullest. Have a good one, dude. Hello, Luke. Um, happy birthday, pal. I'm really sorry the world's all gone to shit and that you're not being able to celebrate your 30th in a nicer, more fun way. But I hope you have a great day, um, and hopefully we'll see you soon and do something fun. All right, bye, pal. Happy birthday, Luke. Can't wait to celebrate with you. See you soon. Love you lots. Hi Luke, wishing you a happy 30th birthday all the way from London. I'm so sorry I couldn't be there for you, but I just want you to have a wonderful, wonderful 30th birthday and hopefully when we all get to see each other again, we'll have a proper celebration. I love you lots and lots and I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Hi Luke, happy birthday. Welcome to the Quarantine Birthday Club, a club that if this lockdown goes on any longer, could quite literally encompass the entire world. Well done. What a special boy you are. Have a lovely day. Luke Bellend, happy birthday from your co-host. Yes, I'm sat right next to you while you listen to this. I am, dickhead. <laughs> How was that? Oh, I... Ah! <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't you know particularly chatty throughout that. I, I just got all wrapped up in all the warm glow of it all. <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh, so thank you lovely. to everybody who. Uh, thank you so much. I'll give you the list of names so you can send thank you cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are a, a couple of things that I do want to just just point out. Uh, Lukey Luke. Yes. Yeah. He. Um, <laughs> Uh, our friend Lukey Luke. Our friend Lukey Luke. Not you, Lukey Luke. No, your, different Lukey Luke. Other Lukey Luke. Let's see if I can just find find them. Uh, he decided to just do a, a couple of impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Does he realise that... Have you warned him that these are going out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, t- I've told him this. Uh, so so you you had one from, from Cam and Stu. I did have one from Cam and Stu. Uh, this is this is this is this is Cam. Hello, this is Cameron Chandler. Happy birthday, Luke. <laughs> uh, so that's Cam. uncanny. Yeah, <laughs> Cam, yeah. Uh, you also had one from your dad. <laughs> Did 
didn't you? you I did have one from my dad, yeah. Yeah, we heard your dad there, so this is him again. Hello, this is Keith, but you didn't need me to tell you that. It's your dad. Happy birthday, son. <laughs> 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 also, there was the, the first one. The first one, yeah, was uh, Susie. Yes. Uh, that was that was the second one she recorded, because the first one she recorded was was this. Am I paying you to stand there and have a twenty first birthday? No, I'm not actually. <laughs> have a lovely birthday. Mwah. Oh God bless Susie. Excellent. Uh, so she thought you were turning twenty one. Fantastic. She's known me. <laughs> 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 like as an adult for about ten years. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. But happy birthday. I mean, I'm so touched that it was that was generally wonderful, and yeah. I feel bad for being so nervous about it all to begin with. Yeah, I was wondering why you were nervous. I was like, that's that's that's. This is really that cool. Was, that this was is probably really the cool. nicest thing I've done for you. And yeah, considering all the stuff you have done for me <laughs> for my birthday, that is one of the nicest things yeah. that I think anybody's done for me. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Don't thank worry, you, Happy birthday! And thank you to everybody who sent me birthday wishes. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you think that was cool? Wait till you see your present. Go. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of the podcast of the following fortnight where you cut to me opening it and go, "Oh my god, it's a dinosaur." Right? Is it not a dinosaur? I oh, don't. Well, you're gonna be disappointed. Dude, I that. dropped so many hints. <laughs> Shall we do the fez? Let's do the fez. Oh, I had to reach for it. Let's get the foley in. Let's get. Oh yeah, shit! I dropped yeah. that. I dropped one. Traditional foley. Uh, so you've got miscellaneous. I've got miscellaneous next week. So I shall pick with that one, and I have got. Children's lit. Children's literature. Excellent. My next one, I've got miscellaneous and nature. Ooh. Nature. We haven't had nature, have we? Have we had nature? I don't think we have yet, no. <laughs> Classic lit. <laughs> literature heavy podcast next week. Literature heavy. Okay, well, uh, fine. I'll, I'll do classic and children's lit. Classic and children's lit, or... Combine them into one big section on classic children's literature. Or do my fucking job and do it right. For once. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Voice for TV. Thank you for listening for Voice for TV. Don't don't do it at the end as well. He's Andy. And he's not. (laughs) It's his birthday. It is my birthday, so I'm going to go away and have a very large glass of wine now. (laughs) I'll join you. I've already had one. I'm one in. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Uh, We shall see you all in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. Send all your birthday messages to Voice for TV on the Twitter, please. See it, see it. That'll do. That'll do. Bye! (laughs) Thank you for listening to Voice for TV. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search up Voice for TV. We are Voice for TV on Twitter and Instagram, so just search up there as well. Uh, if you want to give us a rating or a review or something, just go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us five stars. It apparently helps do things. Uh, drop us an email. We are voiceofatv at gmail.com. Give us ideas or, or, or wish Luke a happy birthday. Uh, I, I've, I've been Andy Canson. I'm at 
Andy underscore Cantillon on Twitter and at Andy Cantillon on Instagram. Uh, if you want to wish Luke a happy birthday, then then just write a birthday card, write his name in it, and then then light it aflame and 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 let the ashes find their own way, and and he'll know because uh, he doesn't have Twitter. Thank you to Jenny Brown for the artwork. Thank you to Jack Smith for the absolutely amazing music, especially the the music that we had him do for for the birthday messages. And thank you to everyone that sent their birthday messages. Uh, it was really very much appreciated. And 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 thank you guys for listening. Keep keep doing that. Bye bye. That was cool. That. That was really cool. Oh, I'm, I, I generally am going to have to. You're going to have to send me that so I can. Oh yeah, I'll go through that. and.